1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad six thirty Chad and the Edmonton
0: Oilers Hockey Club present the
1: show that is everything Oilers Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex service for all brands of print equipment in your office yeah Digitex does that D I G I T E X dot ca on Oilers Radio
0: six thirty Chad. Working from the home office in the city's south side, Bob Stauffer with you. Oilers now. S. got a big part of the show, back at the 630 Chat Studios. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex wish you and yours all the best during these challenging times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In the next 54 minutes of the show, we will hear from Mark Spector uh from nhl hockey and rogers and sportsnet my play-by-play partner jack michaels and the longtime play-by-play voice of the red deer rebels uh, that would be cam moon you can text us on our ashley fine floors text line at 780 uh, 496 ashley fine floors providing winning results for 35 years we're on twitter at winners now you can tweet me personally bob underscore and tweet brendan at brendan escott all right uh now, all season long, uh, Mark Spector's appearances are brought to you by the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. They are in a pause right now, but Spec is not. Speck, how you doing? Oh, hanging in there Bobby how are you doing good we just had Elliot on and uh, he, he was we were talking a bit about the uh, Battle of Alberta triple header coming up Saturday night on NHL hockey on Rogers and Elliot mentioned they've also got the Good Friday game which made me think of Randy Moler who used to play for a friend of yours John Chapman who uh, during the season when he's driving up uh, to uh, Pro Scout games for the Flyers uh, sometimes listens to us online and uh, man he's uh, he's a highly entertaining personality and John coached in the wild, wild west of the WHL back in the day.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. He John Chapman was the guy that coached the old Red Deer Rustlers teams in Red Deer for many years. That's where he would have had Brandy Moeller, I believe. Moeller Brothers, I assume. And he also had almost every one of the Sutters wound their way through there and many of them went down and so did John down to the what were they not the Left Bridge Broncos.
0: The Left Bridge Broncos, yes. I, I believe
1: yes. before they went to Swift Current. So yeah, he's old Alberta chappy and he could well be listening right now. Uh, he's an ordinary old bugger, but uh, good hockey man and lots of fun. And, oh, boy, stories? I mean, you talk about stories. You've got some stories.
0: Well, you're talking about a uh, a guy that, uh, you know, uh, born in Stettler, Alberta, and played for the Long Island Ducks in the late 1960s. And uh, <laughs> you know who his head coach was back then? Oh, God. I, all I know about the Long Island Ducks is John Muckler played for them, too. Yeah, uh, the coach was John Brophy. It was Brofe, eh? oh boy. Oh, there was a there was a coach that was old school back in the day, Spec. Oh my goodness me. I mean yeah, that's one just... of the
1: great one of the great did you ever hear I've got to play it for you, Paul. Did you ever hear that rant of John Brophy's?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a beauty. I don't yeah, even I think, know if it's online. I think we have actually play I think when Reed was producing the show eight to ten years ago, he may have yeah, he may have he may have played this here. Uh so uh on, on, on Mark, on this day back in nineteen eighty three. Okay. Wayne Gretzky had seven points in a game. The Oilers beat the Flames 10-2 in Calgary. Game three, they won that series in five back in '83. Uh, 10-2. That was a game where Samako got into it with Hunter. The refs got in between. Sammy might have lined, you know, landed a real good one a little bit late, maybe a little bit cheap. All hell broke. The Oilers ended up getting. A ma- they got a major penalty and scored, outscored the Flames with the major penalty because that's when Messi, you know Messier. <laughs> those, I mean, those guys could score short. That team could score shorthanded goals. Uh, even the owners of the 80s. I mean, it was, and it was at the Calgary Corral. The uh, Saddle Dome wasn't ready yet.
1: Yeah, so, right uh, back. Sure. Well, I, I think we're... Um, I think we just passed an anniversary of the Flames coming into the league. Uh, yeah. I know that on Sportsnet, uh, this coming weekend, we're going to have a bunch of... On uh, Saturday, we're going to have the three games from this season. Right. Uh, you know what? There's, there's. I just did a thing on Sportsnet.ca, the best you know, the most important five goals in order's history, which is as subjective as it comes, Bob. Wow. You know. I All mean, right. Well, oh, is, is it up yet? I didn't see the story. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, it's up. Okay, so, so I'm going to put you it. on the spot, Bob. One uh, through five, the biggest goals in order history.
0: Uh, well, number one, I'll go with Kevin McClellan, Game 1, 1984, Stanley Cup Final.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. Um, for me personally, I'd have to have Gretzky's goal, game two, 88 in the top five. Uh, oh, I didn't have it. Keep going. You, you didn't have... You, you, the short-handed goal in overtime you didn't have in eighty in eighty eight. Yeah,
1: it was game two of a of a second round series. Flight,
0: the wasn't. Flames the Flames finished ahead of Edmonton during the regular season, and that gave <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to guess, given the fact that you're covering the team at the time that you went with Todd Marchant's overtime winner against Dallas in ninety seven. Nope, you did not. Okay, I did not. All right, uh, Pisani's goal in games 5 of the 06 final. You'd have that one in there for sure. That made it, yep. All right. So I've got So you, all right, you got so you got the five most important goals in Oilers history. So you've got the one from the 84 Cup. Um and you've got the one from the 06 final. You don't have Gretzky's overtime winner in 88. Again, I'm not looking at this and you don't have Marchand's overtime winner in 97 so nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to think that you've picked a couple others from cup winning years is that fair
1: uh yeah I've picked a couple let's see uh I went in order with the McClellan goal okay uh, so we agree I on that the, one uh, I had the Wayne Gretzky goal from February 24th 1982 when he broke Phil Esposito. oh I'm sorry so, I, I'm sorry I didn't re- so you, I thought this was just playoffs no 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 everything okay all right see so uh, ya Hey, See, it, here's one you forget, Bob. Here's one you forget. I don't See, you forget.
0: You don't forget many. I don't one of the f- biggest
1: goals in order history? How about Steve Smith's goal?
0: Mark, that that doesn't count. The oh, other goal- it doesn't count. It, it, that goal was a sc- in
1: the game that broke their. they would have had five in a row.
0: Bobby. It sparked them to be better moving forward.
1: It was a huge goal in Northern history, pal. Maybe one of the top three. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, Mark, if you were doing the most important goals in Columbia sporting history, you'd have Anders Escobar's goal as number one, where he deflects <laughs> it into his own net, and then, like, seriously, seriously. So you're counting the, it's a goal for Calgary. All right, here, we go. you know what? We're gonna we're gonna get. What some about feet- Kevin Lowe's goal? first goal ever scored? How about that goal? Does that make list? Did Wayne did – Wayne, well, I, I'm looking for playoffs. Uh, for me, it was – okay, I, I'm going to throw it out there right now. How many of the listeners right now – text us at 780-496-0063. 5 most important goals in NHL history – or in, in Oilers team history. How many of you think that Wayne Gretzky's overtime winner – short-handed in game 2 in Calgary in 1988 should be top 5 goals in Oilers history. To, to me that goal has to be on their respect. The they f- slept the series bomb, right? They slept the series. They had a Calgary had a great team that year. They finished higher than the Oilers in the regular season. They were the favorites in the series. The Oilers no longer had Paul Coffey at that stage. I can't believe you. I don't. I can't believe you didn't have Gretzky's goal. It's the, Wayne Gretzky is the greatest player in the history of the game. You, he said, it's the greatest goal he's ever scored. He's the all-time goal-scoring lead. He does. What planet are you on, Mark? Seriously.
1: What? <laughs> uh, he didn't say it was the greatest goal he ever scored. He said it was his favorite goal. He said it was okay. his favorite goal.
0: So, all right. So, just just to so, give me the five again. What, what, what's the order, one through five? Uh, I went McClellan, Yeah. I went uh, Gretzky setting the record.
1: 81 first record they ever set. Uh, sorry, I sorry.
0: Went, which what's Gretzky record? 50 and 39 or 90 or 77? Uh, no, no, no. I,
1: I did the um I did the the one uh, where he in Buffalo. On the Edwards.
0: Yeah, so Gretzky 77th beating Ospoles record back in the 81-82 season. Yeah, okay? Right. Okay, got it. Uh, What's what else did you go? Then I went with. uh, Well, I'm just
1: looking it up because I can never remember this. I went with a Steve Smith goal. You wrote this. How did you not remember this,
0: man? Man, I'm telling you, I read a lot of stuff, Bob. Ever since they
1: then I went with a Fernando Pisani goal because it allowed them a chance at a Stanley Cup victory in uh, in '06. That eventually they didn't win, but that goal was huge. Okay. And then I went with uh, the first goal in uh, Oilers history. I think that should be. uh, you know, I was around when we were waiting for the WHA to get led into the NHL, and it was a long time and a lot of false starts, and it was a big deal, man. They finally scored an NHL goal. It was Kevin Lowe on October 10th, 1979, against Tony Esposito, and that's my fifth one.
0: Well, obviously I would not have had the Steve Smith uh, goal in there. Uh, I could make an argument at 4-5 and five, having Gretzky 77th. Uh, I would have had McClellan at number one. I probably would have had Gretzky's overtime winner, uh, if I and that might have been one of the first shorthanded overtime winners in any. Put it this way, Mark. All you need to know is, and people might well certainly in the Oilers' case, Gretzky's overtime winner in '88. Then the next time a shorthanded overtime winner for Edmonton occurred was in the '06 final for Pisani. I would have had uh, McClellan and Pisani's for sure in the top five. Possibly Kevin Lowe's first goal in team history, and possibly Gretzky's 77th. But I definitely would have had Wayne's uh, Wayne's goal and you know t- given given the you know it's it's inter- it's, it's an interesting that's an interesting exercise we'll get some feedback from the listeners here these are the sort of things we have to do right now mark cuz there ain't much going on uh, <laughs> you noticed eh <laughs> yeah i ha- i have noticed unless you want to chime in with your uh, political sentiments cuz elliot just got destroyed in the last uh, in the last segment for his but he he did sort of at least provide some clarity and suggest hey fyi uh, i don't like any politicians be it till, uh, you know he's just not a fan of politicians in particular so good stuff uh do you have a uh, so there you go well, i think we can acc- agree that mcclellan scored the most important goal in team history that's yeah, an, I mean, that, that's an automatic
1: i had a long chat with kevin Lowe because uh just because i phoned him because he was in for all these goals and um one of the things he said as an Honourable... In his mind, the McCullough goal was the most important goal in Oilers history for no question, hands down. He said it's ironic that the biggest win in Oilers history was a one nothing win, considering how many goals we used to score. But the other thing he said that I found I had not forgotten about, but remember Game 3 of that series. It's a 1-1 series. Uh, the Islanders get up 2-1 in Edmonton. It's 1984 here. Yep. And the history is that the Islanders had, been, had owned Edmonton, right? like everybody but they don't Edmonton. the orders couldn't win on long island they couldn't beat the islanders they get back to edmonton they're down 2-1 early second period and mark messier goes through gordy denin and rifles that wrist shot past billy smith remember that made it 2-2 the orders never trailed in that series again after that moment and mark messier won the consmite that year Kevin Lowe said, you know, an honorable mention to one of the most important goals in our history was that goal right there. Uh,
0: interesting. Here we go. Hey, most important Oiler goals. McClellan, number one. Uh, Gretzky, shorthanded, 88, number two. Messier, 84, finals, game three. Marchant, overtime versus Dallas in 97. Klima in the 90 finals. I mean, that's, Mark, that's, uh, you know, you that's get a the upper... That's a big goal. Uh, this text comes in. Kevin Lowe's first goal wasn't the most important goal in the Oilers' first season, let alone in team history, Mr. Spectre. Uh, sober up, Spectre. 100% that Gretzky goal is in there. Such a beauty top cheese. And remember, they're showing it on Hockey Night in Canada for years and years and years. Again, you can text us at 7804960063. Spec, you're out to lunch. Bob is 100% correct. Uh, I rarely watch hockey, says Steve from Edson. But Steve Smith was the first name I thought of. You've got the, you had the, you, you think that's the third most important goal in Oilers history. I think that's Mark. You know what I think that does? I think that shows a bit of your personality that you picked a goal where a guy scored on himself. You See, know, I think, but you don't. You, you can't redefine really this thing, Bob. These are these are the goals of the
1: biggest, the most gravity. This is the most important goals. The goals that 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 carried the most weight in order's history right like the gresky goal was the most maybe the prettiest goal ever scored i don't know it was very pretty it was a beautiful goal they won that series in four games yeah i would have it you was know what second round series they won it won no. four games without that they still win that series right you know what you because know what part of it? goal was a first round series and they lost right away the next round it was a beautiful goal i was there i loved it but guess what it was a first round series
0: I would have Gretzky all day in there from eighty eight because of the respect I had for Calgary. Calgary had a great team. The one team that was gonna beat Edmonton that year were the Cal that's the only team that could have beat them. And Gretzky put the knife in them in game two. Uh if they're you're
1: gonna have two nothing, Bob. If they're such a great team, where they wilt with a two nothing deficit? Come on.
0: It gave Edmonton a stranglehold in the series spec. If you're gonna, here's another texture spec. spec. Uh, if you're gonna have Pisani's goal, you've got to have Gretzky's overtime goal. The criteria is too much the same. Like I said, I How would final I, against the second round. Sorry. Come on criteria
1: is completely different how about that
0: brian brian has texted the show to say come on a self goal or an own goal should be in the flames history not in ours again you can text us bob i agree with you on the steve smith goal i'll always think that the klima goal is overlooked because of the lack of respect for peter klima that comes to us from john in yellowstone uh, hey, Bob, Brew Crew says, what about a new one? What about McDavid versus Toronto this year? An absolute thing of beauty from the Brew Crew. Well, uh, it's, it's you know, the, 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 this current team's got to have a little bit more playoff success. Mind you, you had the first goal in uh, team history. That's what I love about this, Mark, is we could go on all day on these sort of discussions. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Spec. Okay. Your favorite guy, Donald Trump, wants sports back. What are the chances?
1: Well, well, if Donald Trump's saying it, it's probably a stupid idea. That's the first thing that I think, because um, he tends to specialize in those. Uh, <laughs> and frankly, it, it doesn't—you know—it it doesn't matter what Trump thinks, what Trudeau thinks, what Kenny thinks. It's the doctors that will be followed here. And if the, if you if Anthony Fauci said that,
0: Bob. He's, I feel he, a
1: lot better about it. How about well, that?
0: he did. He did say sports could return in 2020 without fans. That is what Fauci has said. So yep, there you go.
1: There, say, look, I'm dying to watch some sports here, but you know what? The longer you think about it, the here's here's what I want to say, Bob. I want to say this. Remember when this thing started? And one of the first quotes that Bill Daly said, deputy commissioner of the National Hockey League, was, "What we don't want to do is ruin the integrity." Of next season. Remember when he said that? Yes. Yes. I thought, geez, that that was an early time to make such a strong statement. But I like that statement. And now we're, you know, we're a month into this thing, and every time I hear about, oh, we might play till November, and oh, we're going to quarantine everybody for three months away from their families, and we're going to start the next season right away. I'm starting to think that they're looking at impinging on the integrity of next season. I hope that
0: doesn't happen, Bob. Paul has uh, tweeted up me and said, Bob, uh, McClellan, number one goal, uh, the goal in 84 is number one. The number two goal in Oilers history is the Gretzky goal in 88 against the Flames. Paul uh, says a Klima's goal in 1990 versus Boston should be number three. Marchant, number four against Dallas in 97. Uh, Tekanen's overtime winner, trick goal in 91 beats the flames i mean that was a matchup of the last two stanley cup champions then we start to get into a couple of the uh, regular season goals gretzky five goals in one game against philly back in uh 1981 82 gretzky 77th against buffalo then pisani he's got an eighth uh in 2006 versus carolina messier's goal 84 against the islanders and hemsky's remember hemsky's goal against dallas when the Stars didn't put it away. When Patrick when Stephen, Patrick Steffen didn't put it away. They didn't even win that game. That's the problem with that goal. <laughs> the
1: Oilers found a way to lose that game in overtime. I thought about that goal because it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> there we go. Mark, great stuff as always. Thanks for being a good sport. You're getting absolutely, just so you know. Uh, there's, you're, 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 uh, here we go. I'm not a Flames fan. The Steve Smith own goal. There was lots of time in the game. The Oilers folded. They won three games in the series. Like spec saying the Flames folded. That's an easier point to make than Edmonton losing Game Seven at home on the shock of giving up a uh, an own goal in 1986. They had 10 minutes left in the game. It's the Flames, Flames
1: were the be- the Flames were the better team that whole series, though. I think we- history shows
0: us that. Right?
1: They were up one, nothing, two, one, three, two. And they held a two-one lead in that game, and Eminem couldn't get past it. They couldn't. And
0: and you know what? The Oilers learned from it, and Steve Smith especially learned from it, and became a very good shutdown sure. defenseman in the '88-90 finals against Cam Neely in Boston. Hey, Mark, great stuff, man! All right, Bobby, take care. Take care. Wow, this the, well, Spec got everybody going on this. I kind of stunned that he didn't have the the Gretzky overtime winner in Calgary in his top five goals. For me, it's number two, right behind uh, Kevin McClellan's goal, most important goal for the Oilers, the 84 Stanley Cup final in the one nothing game against the New York Islanders. And you know what? I would I would probably have Pisani up there quite high. And uh, for the people that have mentioned klima's goal in 1990, uh, that is a very valid point absolutely draws and should merit serious consideration as well. We're going to take a uh, quick timeout. It's 125 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi,
1: this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630
0: Check. Uh, during the season, all season long, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by our friends at James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Obviously, we are in a pause for the National Hockey League with COVID-19 uh, and the pandemic. And we'll have more coverage coming up today at 2 o'clock uh, with Jalen and I on 630 Chad Afternoons. Uh, speaking of James H. Brown, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, just want to wish you and yours uh, the best during these very challenging times. You know, the funny thing about Spec is he's true to his word. He doesn't have the greatest memory. I mean, he wrote the piece of the five greatest goals in his opinion in Oiler's history, and he forgot what they were. <laughs> tells you How does he not have Wayne Gretzky in overtime, shorthanded in 1988? Like, to me, that's the second biggest goal in club history. And part of that's, and I know it wasn't in a Stanley Cup final, but at that time, in my opinion, Calgary and Edmonton were the two best teams in the league and gave the orders to strangle hold on the series and the majority of you have tended to agree and lots of you've made some terrific suggestions um uh, hey bob uh paul says are all your guests still crying that hillary lost uh not all the guests so i'm going to suggest you <laughs> there's a couple of regulars that weren't too disappointed to see hillary lose uh Bob, Flames were so much better that it took an own goal for them to win that series back in 1986. <laughs> that's, that's You know what? When you have two evenly matched teams that close, a goal like that, oh, the Oilers, and, and then for people to say, oh, the orders didn't show any you – know how hard that would be to emotionally overcome. Edmonton won three games in the series too. Let's not forget that. It's not like they got swept four – when you get beat four in a row, you're not as good it's a bounce when you're losing a one goal game in game seven of a series and that's what happened there off to a global news weather traffic update with carrie mccarthy uh, cam moon grew up in edmonton uh, he's done the play-by-play voice of the rebels we'll talk a bit about john chapman a bit about his favorite goals in oilers history when we return
1: oilers now with bob stoffer weekdays at noon on oilers radio six thirty. chad